When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, and sometimes you just feel like the pain will never go away. But I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life with meaning and purpose. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. Okay, is it just me or does anyone else hate the word acceptance when we're talking about the loss of our spouse? I mean... I really despise this word. I truly hate it. Acceptance. Acceptance to me has a negative connotation when we talk about death. Accepting means submission, surrender, defeat, subservience, pretty much just rolling over and giving up. And that's not me at all. I'm a fixer, I'm a fighter. And I know grief is work, right? I know that. If you've been through it, you know that as a fact. Working through grief is a necessary part of healing. We have to work it out. We have to feel all of the feelings, the pain, the outrage, the fear of an uncertain future, the questioning of your maker, the doubt of your place in this world. Grief walks us through pain to disbelief to what ifs, to rage, to despair, and eventually to acceptance. This is what we've been taught. This is what we read about in all of the grief books, right? The goal is acceptance. It's this magical finish line that we're trying to reach. As if like, once we accept it, we're all good. We're supposed to be, quote, over it. And we've accepted, so now we can just move on with our lives. So I've had this on-the-fence opinion of acceptance for years now. And when the concept of radical acceptance came up on my interview with Tawny Plattis this last week on Widow 180, the podcast, I had to see what it was all about. I was talking to her, and she briefly mentioned it in this tiny little sentence, 
but it really caught my attention. And if you didn't listen to that episode, it's episode 54 to go and check it out. We talked about so many interesting things and I learned so much from Tawny. She's a super smart girl. She's been through a lot and she's experimented with all different types of therapies to help her through. But back to radical acceptance. So this was the thing that stuck out to me. And I had to look into it a few hours of research later and I uncovered this. So radical acceptance means finding the courage to accept facts as they are so that we can start to adapt this new reality into our lives. Radical acceptance means accepting life on life's terms and not resisting what you cannot change. It's about saying yes to life and our circumstances just as they are and as they've happened. As a widow, I have to admit I struggle with this concept. You know, like many of you, my loss left me reeling. A life to me was unbearable. I felt this overwhelming misery and pain like I had never felt before in my entire life. And I was on the brink of giving up on everything because I couldn't see the point in going on. And I had resigned to the thought that nothing could change my current state. And there was nothing left for me as far as I was concerned. But refusing to accept the truth won't keep it from being true. It doesn't change the situation. It only adds pain and suffering and bitterness. So I had a conversation with Nadia and Sinktaik about acceptance in our interview. And that was on episode 29 of Widow 180, the podcast. And you can go back and listen to that. That was episode 29. Nadia and I have similar widow stories in that both of our husbands were killed by random strangers on the street. So Nadia's husband, Urine, was standing at a mailbox on a street corner mailing postcards when he was stabbed by a severely mentally ill man who happened to be walking by. And my husband, Brent, was followed out of a party. He was robbed and killed by a stranger on the street. And it's hard to accept the reality of those situations because of the sheer brutality of it all. It's like, I know what it's happened. I know it. My brain fully understands the facts of what happened. But the word acceptance is associated with the word approval. And so it's a hard word for me to swallow. And maybe it's like this also for those of you who had your husband pass away from a long illness. Like Christine Jameson was my guest from episode 22 of the podcast. And her husband Kyle, he fought a long, hard battle against cancer. And my podcast guest, Larice Duffy, was from episode 10. Her husband died from ALS. And it's hard to accept that your person, your soulmate, your love hurt so badly and suffered so much pain and still lost their life in the end. It's hard to accept that you had to be the bystander and watch it all happen. It's accepting the total lack of control that we have 
over our circumstances. And as humans, we freaking hate that. We want to control everything, right? But with radical acceptance, it's supposed to offer us a healthy way of coping with the stress that we have to deal with. Radical acceptance helps helps us shift our focus from trying to change reality and it redirects our thoughts to help us adapt to what's happening concerning our loss. The Psychology Today article written by Mark Banchik says this, Radical acceptance means that you understand that bad things do indeed happen to good people and all the time. You can stay mired in your sense of injustice and self-righteousness. You can develop an entire personality around your victimhood. But what purpose does it provide? An identity fueled by hurt and rage is a soul that is preoccupied by control and not love. You lose a second time because you become a victim of your own victimhood. To accept means to see things clearly, to see the world as it is with its dangers and its gifts. So how can we actively practice radical acceptance? Because it is something that you have to practice. There are five exercises that we can do to practice radical acceptance. Here's number one. Number one is relax your body. So tensing your muscles is associated with resistance and relaxing facilitates an attitude of acceptance. So notice your posture, practice willing hands by placing your palms up in your lap, try a gentle half smile. Recent studies have shown that by simply smiling, this can lighten your mood and decrease anxiety. Number two, Stay focused on the present moment. This is one that really helped me a lot. Ask, what do I need to do right now to feel peace? Stop expending energy, agonizing over the past or worrying about the future. Number three, commit to developing healthy coping skills. Like listening to music, doing yoga, praying, meditating or journaling. These can all help relax and soothe the mind. Don't give in to the urge to turn to destructive behavior. So have your arsenal of good practices in place. And if you can't think of any other coping skills, don't worry. I've got you covered. I have a list of 273, yes, 273 healthy coping mechanisms and things you can do. These are all healthy distractions. Go to www dot widow180.ck.page forward slash coping. That's www.widow180.ck.page forward slash coping. And I'll put that link in the show notes so you can click on that and get that massive list of 273 coping strategies, all to help you. Number four, replace thought patterns. So Dr. Alice Virgil says replacing ineffective thought patterns with more effective thought patterns looks something like this. So you have an ineffective thought pattern. Evil and wrongdoing are human nature. And if I accept this reality, it must mean that I approve of evil and wrongdoing. I cannot accept evil and wrongdoing. So I must stay actively upset and condemn what I see as evil. This attitude is likely to lead to a permanent state of despair and bitterness. But if we turn that ineffective thinking into effective thinking, we're saying 
evil and wrongdoing are human nature. And if I accept this reality, it doesn't mean that I approve of evil and wrongdoing. Number five, put a stop to resistant ruminating. We learn through repetition. And repeating leads to forming habits, right? So keep this following list of coping statements handy and repeat them as needed. So the first one is, I can get through this. And you just repeat these to yourself. I can get through this. I believe that life is worth living. This is difficult, but it's only temporary. It is what it is. I can't change what's happened, and I don't think it's okay. I'm in this situation, but it doesn't mean I approve of it. This feels painful, but I will survive. I can feel anxious and still deal with this situation effectively. So there's that list. Grab a pen and paper and go back and listen to that list and write everything down and just repeat it to yourself as you need it. So there's your list of five exercises that you can do to practice radical acceptance. Number one was relax your body. Number two, stay focused on the present moment. Number three, commit to developing healthy coping skills. Number four, replace thought patterns. And number five, repeating coping statements. So my takeaway from my recent research on the radical acceptance subject is this. I have to keep reminding myself of what the word acceptance does not mean. Accepting doesn't mean agreeing with. It doesn't mean condoning. Acceptance doesn't mean that we like it or that it's fair or that we're okay with it. Acceptance does not mean passivity. So by understanding what acceptance is and isn't, it helps me better accept the word acceptance into my widow vocabulary. And maybe there are some of you that have already been practicing radical acceptance without even knowing that's what you were doing, without even knowing that there was a name for it. I kind of also like radical acknowledgement because instead of using the word acceptance, Because we are acknowledging, not ignoring the reality of our circumstances. Anyway, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Does anybody else have a problem with the word acceptance like I do? Let me know. Email me at jen at widow180.com or DM me on Insta at widow180 or join our Facebook group. That's Widow 180 Community where we talk about all of this stuff and so much more. We would love to see you in there. And also in my interview with Tawny this last week, she had talked about going through a phase of widowhood. Um, She called it the widow phase after she lost her husband, George. So then I brought this up on Instagram and I said that the more interviews I do, the more common I'm finding this to be, this widow phase. Now, to be clear... I did not make up that word widho. I'm not that clever. But I did say that maybe we should come up with a better word, a nicer word than that. And I asked for some suggestions from you brilliant creative people out there. 
What's a better word than widow that we can use? And here were some of these suggestions from Fabulous. She says, widtimacy. And from Laura, she says, bonus rounder. And then from DG, we had the word singdo, like the word single widow. Anyway, I'm still taking suggestions. DM me at widow180. You can watch the clip of my interview with Tawny on Widow 180, the channel on YouTube. Be sure to go over there and click subscribe. And that's it for me. Until next week, believe in the possibilities. Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community, on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, How to Get Your Life Back Together After Loss, a 10-step checklist, head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.